wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Dissecting Success. We are so, so excited. I am so, so excited to have Bridget here with us today, an amazing guest, and obviously Blair's in the house too, and this is going to be such a vibrant conversation, but before we're diving in, I can't wait to introduce you to this powerhouse. Bridget Elaine Sisko is the founder of Exalted Publishing House, a podcast host and visibility coach. She helps successful entrepreneurs stand out and be featured as leaders in the industry by sharing powerful stories, writing best-selling books, and gaining global recognition. Bridget believes in the power of words, stories, and voices to shift our view of reality, our potential, and our purpose on the planet. In addition, she considers herself a master community builder and has gathered hundreds of female leaders in her online community, mastermind programs, networking events, and women's circles. Bridget is also the host of a podcast called She Builds Empires, which is amazing. You got to listen, where she interviews six, seven, and eight-figure women business owners on the behind the scenes of their path, path to success. Bridget has been featured in Authority Magazine, Women's Business Daily, Thrive Global, The Medium, on RVN TV, Ticker News, News 12 New York, and several podcasts. She lives in New Jersey with her husband and her border collie, Beagle Finn. So fun. And literally, Bridget is one of those people that we had a connection call and we could have literally talked forever. It was like soul sister dropped into my space and literally we couldn't like stop. We like talked about like everything in one conversation. And then I had the honor to be on her incredible podcast and started listening to her podcast, which is awesome. And so Bridget, welcome. I'm so, so, so excited that you're here and that you and Blair get to have this chat and connection as well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here with you, Teresa. And of course, to meet you, Blair. I'm just excited. Hi. Oh my God. I love it. It's going to be so, so good. So Bridget, we chat about success on this podcast. I know you chat about the behind the scenes success with with your um, podcast podcast guests I was like podcast podcast clients I was like that is not what we call it podcast guests <laughs> and so I am dying to know from you because you've accomplished a lot and I always find that juicy what does success mean to you let's start there 
Success. Yeah, I love this topic. And obviously, we can dive deeper into it. But success to me is very much individual. I've never been a person who likes listening to outside people to tell me what to do, whether it was my parents, schooling, the education system, society, media. It wasn't for me. So to me, success is an individualized journey. And for me, it looks like richness in relationship, in my health, in my financial stabilities, in my conversations, my community around me, and like actually enjoying the life that I live. Because, you know, you shared all the titles and all the things, but I like to be in my garden. I like to go for walks with my dog. I like to run trail runs with my husband. Like I want to enjoy my life. And to me, I get to have it all and we all get to have it all in whatever way it looks like to each of us. So good. Okay. I like that. Let's talk about that for a sec. So like having it all and what, what that looks like to you in the beginning of your business journey, what was success to you and how has that changed to where it is now? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I grew up with entrepreneurial parents. My dad has been an entrepreneur for my entire life and very successful entrepreneur at that. So when I looked at success being modeled to me, it looked like money, but it also looked like not having a lot of time and health suffering. So when I started my business, the money wasn't quite there right away. Of course, that took time and lots of intention and work to build and grow, but I did have health and time. So it's really has shifted into how can I balance? How can I find this delicate dance, as I like to call it? And let's be honest, sometimes I still feel a little bit off. You know, it's like, even though we have this intention of wanting to have the success in whatever way it looks like to us, we still have, we're human. We still have so many moments in life where it doesn't look exactly like that. And those are the opportunities to kind of come back, pivot, reevaluate, refocus. So when I started the business, it looked like me having a lot of time to figure it all out, to sit with myself. And I was living at home with my parents. So I had a lot of time on my hand to do whatever it was I wanted. It's like time is the new currency, time and health. Like it used to be money. Like it's so interesting that you shared that. So thank you. Like my dad was briefly an entrepreneur. Well, he was an entrepreneur, but he got sick. But I was raised around a lot of entrepreneurs. My mom had a job, but my aunts and uncles and grandparents, very entrepreneurial. And I think there was this shift where, you know, money was the ideal, like, bar- like the, not barometer, but like, the, the amount of money you had was what success was the size of your house, the type of car you had, the badge of honor of busy. And now it's completely shifted and like, yeah, like success can be a certain amount of money, but it's not about filling all of your time with money making activities or even looking at like the health is a mo- like working on your health is a money making activity. You know, having free time is a money making activity. Like, Teresa and I talked about this, like in stillness, we create, but in stillness, we make money and we heal. And, you know, I think that's really cool that you, you know, you've done that. Like, what's it like having those conversations with the entrepreneurs in your family if you're doing it differently than them? Yeah, I've been really lucky that my parents have really fostered an open communication with whatever it was that I wanted to do. My brother and sister and I are all vastly different. You know, one is works at Google, did that path, wanted to do that. One is an actress and singer, wanted to do that. So we've had the creative support the entire time. 
And I'm so grateful to say that when I left my job in New York City, I was working in sales and advertising. There was never a doubt in my parents' conversation with me that said, you, what are you doing? You're not going to make money. What about the 401k? So I'm very blessed to have had that support. And I'll give the comparison of my husband's family, where for someone to leave the nine to five and go out on their own and be the entrepreneur, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, well, how are you going to have, you know, financial stability? What about healthcare? All, all these types of things. So I will say for me personally, I've been very, very lucky to not have to have some of those hard conversations with my parents necessarily. Yeah, I feel like that is a powerful, you know, support system for you it sounds like to to have this openness and to have this relationship with your parents and and I feel like that's very entrepreneurial of them too because really entrepreneurship is kind of about embracing different and creating new right so I feel like that approach for them like it, it's like oh well that makes complete sense like of course you're doing it your way of course you're paving the way forward right like I could see them being really proud of you branching out this way and building your business and, and taking this path of entrepreneurship instead of, you know, seeking some of the other things. And, and you're right. Like there is a lot of uncertainty with entrepreneurship and there's a lot of things that we really are in charge of creating our own economy, our own safety and security through how we show up in our businesses. And, and that within itself, you know, I feel like is such a big, big piece of, of business. Like, yeah, there's the systems, yeah, there's the making money, yeah, there's that. But all these activities are ultimately what creates the safety in, in your business. And so I'm really curious um, how you, beyond the relationship of your parents, uh, really are able to create this sense of safety and security within your business and pursue this path while maintaining space in your calendar and time to do the gardening. I saw your big veggies the other day, like you posted something and I think it was your Facebook and it was like this huge vegetable. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, how do you do it? You know, what are some of the practices that you might be doing and what are some of the pieces that people could be looking at that they might be not thinking of right now? Yeah. You know, it's taken years to get to this point where things feel stable. I'm not clients are coming. I have great relationships, great referrals. Things are in place. I know what it is I do. I know what it is that I offer, but it's taken time to get there. So I always bring it back to being an athlete and bringing this athlete mentality into business. Like I'm not about rainbows and daisies. I like hard work. You know, there's a little bit of hustle that goes into my life and there's a whole lot of spiritualness as well, right? I'm chanting mantra while I'm also doing the work. So for me, I take this athlete mentality of dreaming big, starting small, and consistently showing up even when you don't want to, right? So many, many years ago, I started recording videos and doing these trainings in a group for spiritual entrepreneurs. And now I've probably recorded over 200 plus trainings, right? Because it's just consistency, consistency, consistency. And this thing, these build, over time. And it's not sexy maybe in the moment when no one's listening or no one's watching or you don't have the clients that are all there, but we have to continue to hold this momentum. So I utilize a lot of my spiritual practices like chanting mantra, like visualization, um, 
like physical kundalini yoga to hold my vision and then to continuously show up in the actual work things that aren't so sexy and they're probably not looking on Instagram. Like they're not setting up my Kajabi backend or HoneyBook or, you know, Zoom or Calendly or all these things, but it's part of it. Oh my God, that is so good. I just have to like laugh so much because it's, it's so true. There's a lot of unsexy work that happens. And I really resonate with, with what you, what you said about like dreaming big and starting small and taking consistent action every single day, like showing up for all the things. And it's the, it's the spiritual really, all those spiritual practices that allow you to have the right mindset and also be able to practice some of the discipline to get the consistency. And I feel like that's such a, such a huge piece. I know for me, like I had some really big downloads coming in around the fact that business is spiritual. And so much of what I do with my clients is actually helping them with the mindset and the energetics while I do strategy in my sleep. Like, like that is the thing because the the strategy and the tangibles are actually quite simple, but it's the, those times, like you said, like chanting the mantras, doing the Kundalini yoga, like whatever the spiritual practices are that you have, those are the, the ones that actually allow you to have the energetic capacity and to show up with the confidence that it takes in your business to be able to sell your program, sell your services, have the conversations. I mean, you know, I know Blair helps uh, people really, um, you know, get visibility and same thing. Like to be able to do that, you have to be energetically in the right space. And then there's all the technical stuff and all the business stuff that supports that. But one can't really go without the other. So I, I love that you're bringing this up because that is, I think, such a critical, critical piece. And like, I mean, last week I had to pull back. Like I literally, like I had a really tough week last week and I needed to step back from my social media. I needed to step back and regroup. Like I needed to move through some stuff and it was doing the inner work and, and going into my spiritual practice and letting go of some of the, the work-related stuff that got me through that week, which ultimately caused a whole bunch of like things that are going to be really fucking good for me in business. <laughs> well, it's kind of like you got to hit that bottom before you can start climbing back up, right? And then figuring out what you need to do. And often like while going through like hard times, we're in survival mode or living in the masculine energy, right? And that's what happens. And then we sometimes have to crumble before we put ourselves back together. And I think us entrepreneurs, our businesses are quite in, intertwined with us, right? Unless you own like a Subway franchise. <laughs> but like us three, right? I mean, and I love Subway. Like if you own a franchise, amazing. But I think if you, you know, sometimes we have to do that crumble. And I know I've had to hit some serious personal stuff before I've begun my spiritual awakening and everything that I'm doing to take care of myself is positively impacting my business. And, you know, I was, I mean, I know you're saying like, as we are recording Bridget's thundering, it's actually a perfect analogy. Like without the, like, there's no rainbows without the rain. Is that the saying? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what the saying is, but I think there's so much power in the darkness and in the challenges and you know, just on Saturday, my husband and I did a just six mile trail run and it was hot and it was buggy and there was mosquitoes attacking us as we were doing it. And that's where I find myself. 
like in those moments, it's like, how can I show up with a little bit more grace and patience as I'm through the challenge? And I just, I want people to acknowledge and realize that we can have it all, but as a human and as a business owner, we're going to have a range of experiences that go beyond just Instagram perfection and just being positive all the time. Like I like to bring it real deal. Yesterday morning, I bawled my eyes out because I deleted something I'd worked on for three hours. You know, we've all been there. The struggle's real. The st- oh, the worst. It's like I, so I'm a social media expert and like Teresa often will be like, I just uploaded a whole bunch of reels and they disappeared. And it's like, only control what you can control right like that trail run it's like did you bring bug spray that's what you could have controlled or like sitting at home but it's like or you know what do you do is the glass half empty or is it half full like deleting stuff like every once in a while i let my guard down and something will disappear or i miss something important and like it happens right like we're human so human so human. And I love that we can have these types of conversations because I think it shows people what is possible. We can have these wildly successful businesses and beautiful lives and still have the polarity of being absolutely human, crying our eyes out after we delete something or delete the reels or have a hard conversation or something happens in our personal life. And I'm about it all because I think it does a disservice to people who desire to have a business and have it look a certain way because they perceive it to be something else. I want people to see the real deal. I feel like too, like as you're just saying that, like what like downloads for me as well, is this like two things. One, this question, like when I I do these workouts called the class, I don't know if any of you know, know them, but it's like meditation, cardio, yoga, dance fit. I mean, I don't even know, but like, it is, it is like my thing. I love it. And one of the questions that one of the teachers keeps like asking in, in the trainings is like, what do you do when it gets uncomfortable? What do you do when the going gets tough? What do you do when you feel like it's not working? And, and, and that is exactly that for me, you know, in, in these moments, we have a choice, right? And the reality is that it's always just a moment. It's that moment where you cry because you're losing three hours of work and it's a big freaking deal. Like I, and it, I get so frustrated, I get so frustrated when the whole wheels think that like, it just drives me nuts. And then I'm like, okay, I, I can let it go now. Right. Or like sitting in the, sitting in the discomfort too, you know, sitting what do I always tell you when that happens? Um, it's just social media. <laughs> It's just social media. Yeah. Which is like the best thing that's like my, uh, in my head. But then I like, I just tell Glenn and she writes it to me, which just makes it so much more. <laughs> but that is it. But you know what? Like it's sitting in the shit sometimes. It's sitting in the density and, and you know, like for, for everybody who's been on this podcast listening, like Glenn, and I talk about this a lot because Glenn and I collectively have been moving through a lot of shit <laughs> in the last, like, I feel like year and a half, like, and, and it's just sort of gone on. And now I'm going through this process of like separation and divorce and, and that's caused all sorts of things to get washed up and, and, um, learning to sit in the discomfort and learning to be able to feel the discomfort, to feel the emotion and to honor your sadness and your anger and your frustration and, and, you know, 
you being pissed off because you lost three hours of work and then sad and then like moving through the whole like cycle that you move through and still at the end of it take a breath and show the fuck up again you know like it, it's almost like that that is the thing so I love that you make this point of saying you know can we move through it with more grace and patience can we can we do it can we keep going you know can we keep running even when there is bugs, even when the weather's not great, even when the trail is shitty, like, can we still do it? Can we still persevere? Because we know ultimately it will lead us out of the dense, out of the dark, out of the shadow, back into the light. And we'll be so happy we kept running. Like we'd be so happy we keep going. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, in Kundalini yoga, there's these five sutras or these five, basically ideals of the age of Aquarius. And one of them is there's a way through every block. And it kind of leads into one of my favorite mantras, which is the only way out is through, right? So we have to experience these things. We have to feel whatever it is. And the rain is just pouring down. So like we are meant to just feel it all, transmute it, move through. And once we move through, we notice that it just isn't that big of a deal. And there's a perspective shift. Something changes in that process and it's beautiful and challenging and uncomfortable and everything. I think that's so good. Now, okay, so with your business with what you do, how like I know you do a lot of work like for yourself, but do you like bring any of this to your clients? Like how does that work? How do people work with you? Like I'm very like curious with how the duality exists. Yes. For me it's not separate. For me, it's very much a part of it. And to give an example of what this could look like is a couple of years ago, I was helping women business owners use live video in their businesses to sell their programs. And of course, anytime we go to speak, there's a lot of shit that comes up, especially as women who might be in a somewhat of a spiritual space, this identity of like the healer or the witch and speaking and using our voice tends to bring up a lot of stuff. So that challenge wasn't just about, you know, selling on social it was about how can we move through some of our own shit that comes up before we go to speak and use our voice. And then the same thing happens when a book is about to be released to the world. It's that, that same like birthing process that's highly uncomfortable. And the way I look at this is, yes, of course, from the strategy of how can we do this? How can we make this the most effective book launch? Who are we going to reach? You know, what are you going to sell? Blah, blah, blah. And then there's also how are you nurturing and taking care of yourself as you go through this birth canal? How are you expanding the threshold of your capacity? Like, what are you doing to to honor yourself in that process? Because every single area that I tend to help people in, it relates to using our voices and being seen. And we all have a lot, a lot that relates to that on the personal level. So it's so much of the, probably similarly to the work that you do, Blair, and I know, Teresa, it's the mindset, but it's also the strategy and they're not separate at all. It's yeah. funny because you can't see this people in the podcast land, but like Teresa and I take turns going off mute. So we kind what? of know, and it's like, we kind of try to make eye contact to see who wants to talk. And we just did the whole, like, <laughs> who's going to do it. Um, I think that's really important to know because like, it's not separate and I think this is applicable if you have a job or you're an entrepreneur, like the entrepreneur, like it should be all commingled and intertwined. Um, you know, I, I love everything that you're saying and I think it's so brilliant. You know, before we wrap up, I have a couple, couple more things I want to pull out of you. First, if someone wants to work with you, 
or they want to learn more about you, what's the best way they can find this information out? Sure. You can go on any social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. It's Bridget Eileen Cisco. Or my website's Bridget Eileen. And I love voice notes. So send me a voice note. I'm a big voice person. So send me a voice note. I love that. Voice notes. I'm actually getting like into voice notes. I have a business coach and like my goal is I'm doing like 10, 10 like sales messages a day. So like spending time voice messaging people and it's honestly like making such an impact but also it's like i don't know i I know i have super chubby thumbs and like i get sloppy with my texting like the keyboards are getting smaller and my thumbs are getting bigger i'm getting blinder i don't really know i'm a vintage millennial so all the things are happening but like i'm just like finding it a lot easier to send voice notes (laughs) it absolutely is yeah it is and like obviously like you know i can't do that if you're in a sneaky meeting but like, I'm just like making time to like lie in the sun and like send voice notes. Like, it's in my schedule. So, I love that. That's great. Send you a voice note. Okay. Now, the juicy, juicy grand finale. What advice do you have for someone who's on their path to success? Mm-hmm. First, you have to identify what success means because it's such a blanket statement. So, number one, you have to figure out what that means to yourself and remind yourself it's okay if it looks different from everyone around you because it probably will. Then number two, I would invite that person to remember that consistency, momentum, and daily non-negotiables are one of the most unsexy ways to get success. Oh my God. I love this. I love this so much. like, <laughs> <laughs> Mixing the sexy with the unsexy with Bridget Cisco. Like, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This was so good, Bridget. You shared so much magic with us today. And I love how you're really helping your clients to be able to use their voice and put themselves out there, but also give them all the tools that they need to be able to do it in a way that feels really good for them, that allows them to live the sexy life while doing the unsexy work. <laughs> <laughs> so, <good. laughs> so so good and i actually feel like like we've been hearing the rain and the thunder a little bit in the background for you and and i actually really appreciated it because it's kind of that like grounding i was like it's like nature like spirit like it's like it's come into this like space with us and it, it feels like a clearing you know it, it sometimes i feel like that does so this was an epic conversation bridget thank you so so much to be on the pod with us. You are amazing. We'll make sure that we'll drop all of your contact information in the show notes so people can send you a voice message. I'm digging it too. I'm a voice message kind of gal. So send Bridget a voice note, connect with her, check out what she has to what she has to offer. Check out her podcast. She's awesome. Thank you so much. This was epic. And with that being said, it's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. And we can't wait to see you next week. Peace. Thank you. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.